Hello and welcome to the Pondering Polymath podcast. My name is Zita Porter and today we're starting Alternative Lifestyle Month. A polymath is a person of wide-ranging knowledge or learning, so I'm really excited about this month where we're able to explore many different lifestyles. And today we'll be exploring vegetarianism with one of my good friends, Emmy Service. When researching for this episode, I was curious on the number of people that are actually vegetarian or vegan in today's society because I feel like it is so much more prevalent than it was in the past and so many different restaurants are specifically catering to vegetarian and vegan individuals and many restaurants also have those vegetarian and vegan options clearly listed on their menus. I found a study from a Gallup poll in 2018 that said about 5% of Americans are vegetarian today, and of course these numbers differ across different categories and different demographics. Younger people tend to be more likely to be vegetarian, whereas older people tend to not be vegetarian, but there is definitely a rise in the number of people that are vegetarian today. I hope this episode gives you a little bit of insight into what being a vegetarian means. And without further ado, I hope you guys like this interview. All right. So, Emmy, can you introduce yourself for me? Tell me a little bit about what you're up to now. Yeah. So, my name is Emmy. <laughs> I just graduated from University of South Carolina with Zeta in December. I'm from Northern Virginia, um, but once again, I went to school in South Carolina. So, I'm still here right now. I'm currently working as a legal assistant at a law firm because I plan to go to law school for environmental law eventually. Postponing that a little bit, though, and I'm taking next year and I'm teaching English in Spain, in Madrid more specifically. Very fun. And what got you interested in vegetarianism? Yeah, so it kind of was a long time going, I guess. I have really close friends from back home. One who grew up vegetarian, never really ever had meat her whole life. And then another two friends that had kind of had an interest in it. And they went vegetarian, I want to say, when we were like sophomores or freshmen in high school. And watching them, I was kind of like, huh, that's something that I might be interested in. And then down the road, I had an AP environmental science class that I took. And we watched a movie, a documentary that really like hit home. And I'm like, okay, if this is something that I'm interested in doing, like, what am I waiting for? Was kind of the thought that went through my head. And my whole family eats meat. So I kind of struggled for a little bit of taking on the task, I guess, of putting myself through that and being like, you know what, I'm going to be the one person in my family to not eat meat. So because of that, I kind of like slowly started cutting meats out of my diet. I stopped eating chicken for a long time because I feel like that's a pretty easy thing to cut out. I never liked seafood, so that was always out of my diet. And then eventually the summer before I came to college, I kind of went slowly and I did a week without eating meat and then like a week with eating meat and then a week without. And I eventually coming to college, I think was what really helped me because I was able to make my own food choices. My mom did most of the cooking back home. So coming to college, I was able to choose what I ate. And that's really when it finally settled, I guess. And that's when I became an official vegetarian. But again, it was a long-winded process. And there were several different reasons as to why I eventually decided to do that. But The original reasoning stemmed from watching my friends and observing that and then kind of learning the reasoning behind that, which 
I don't know if you have more questions. I don't want to go too deep into like all the background on that, but yeah. No, no. Yeah. You can, you can definitely elaborate on it if you want. I definitely think it is difficult when your entire family is not in that lifestyle. Um, But I am wondering, what do you do when you go home? And like when yeah. you're home for breaks and stuff like that. Um, so it definitely has forced me to become more of a cook. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> say that I'm not someone that likes cooking. I just have never cooked that much. And my family is big into pasta. So fortunately, most meals, like we eat pasta and there's some type of sauce that my mom makes. So mostly we don't eat a ton of meat in general, but my family does like a steak every once in a while, or especially in the summer, like they'll grill burgers. And I've slowly had to kind of make my own decisions on that and either cook my own food or provide something for my parents. So like if they make burgers, my mom will always let me know ahead of time and I'll run to the store and grab a veggie burger. So that's a pretty easy alternative. And then if they are like making the meat meal, I would say at first, so back like I guess two years ago, I pretty much would just eat all the sides and ignore the main dish, which was not a great idea because I ended up eating like a lot of carbs. (laughs) And so finally I was like, you know what? I need to make the steps and learn a little bit more. So I started eating tofu, which I never liked before. I thought it looked gross, but I finally took the initiative and bought it. And I started learning different ways of cooking it and found kind of what I prefer. And so now like when I do go home and if my mom makes like chicken or steak or something, I'll just put tofu on for myself and then I'll be able to eat everything else except the like main product in there. That makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, you kind of go through that process and maybe your anecdotes from when you were going through the process of becoming vegetarian and having those weeks on and off, like kind of how you were feeling through that. Yeah. So back at the beginning when I was going, um, slowly turning into a vegetarian, that sounds weird, (laughs) Um, but becoming vegetarian, that's known to say. So uh, I really wanted to do it in the first place. Again, as I talked about, like knowing that my friends had done that, um, it kind of helped me know that it was possible. And so then it kind of didn't just become about, am I able to do this? It was like, yes, I can do this. And uh, mostly again, because my mom did cook more of my meals at home, I couldn't just right off the bat start making my own food because I wasn't that good at cooking. This way of doing it, I guess, just like taking one week at a time helped in my brain understand a little bit more, I guess, of just like, okay, like you're not eating meat and you don't need to. And I think that was kind of something weird because not that I grew up, like, again, my family isn't huge into eating meat, but I always grew up like, that's what you do. You eat chicken, you eat like, that's just a normal thing. And so to kind of readjust my brain to be like, you don't have to do that. I survive perfectly fine without eating meat. So I think that was kind of just a transition in its own. And then once I started doing like a week or so off of eating meat, I honestly stopped enjoying how it made me feel. There's one moment, like I specifically remember this. And I think that's when I was like, I am going to be vegetarian. It was again, the summer before I came to college. So a little over three years ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I My family was grilling burgers outside. It was a really nice day. We were kind of celebrating the end of the summer before I have two older sisters. So before all of us were going to go our separate ways. And I hadn't had meat that whole week earlier. And I'm like, you know what? For my dad's grilling burgers. I'll eat that. And I remember taking one bite and my stomach just was like, 
what are you doing? <laughs> I just remember feeling awful. I ate the whole burger because I'm like, of course, this is what's in front of me. I'm going to eat it. But I just felt so like sluggish afterwards. And I just did not feel good. And I think it was kind of coming from, of course, I hadn't had meat in a whole week before, but I think it was also just my body telling me you don't need this. And that was really when it clicked for me that I was going to go vegetarian officially. Yeah, and I think a lot of people kind of take the step to cut out red meat first and or just like cut out red meat and still eat other types of meat just because I, I've heard a lot that people do feel like sluggish afterwards yeah. and have noticed that and like for me I'm not a full vegetarian or vegan or anything but I have days where I'll just like eat completely vegetarian or something like that but totally don't eat red meat like, that just doesn't appeal to me anymore um, like I'll eat like chicken or turkey or something but but yeah not really red meat but I do find that very interesting though kind of the family dynamic of that but I was wondering since you were an environmental studies major how does that kind of fit into your current lifestyle and does that have an impact on being a vegetarian becoming a vegetarian yeah, it has a huge impact on it, I would say. So I guess like the real reason that I am vegetarian, like it partially is because I'm like, oh, I can do that. It's one step that I feel like as an individual, I can make in helping the environment. It's one small little thing. It's just cutting out meat for my diet. And I feel like that's one way of helping, you know, prevent all the global catastrophe that's occurring because of humans damaging the environment, you know, don't want to get too deep into it. But that is really when I started thinking that this is something that I would wanted to do. So my friends, as I mentioned, two of them that went vegetarian and later in high school, they both went vegetarian because of environmental reasons as well. And so I talked to them a lot about it. And it was really helpful to understand what an individual can do. Because it's really hard when you think about how much a lot of the environmental issues that we're dealing with are from like larger companies and larger organizations, and you can feel so small in that. And I know me being vegetarian is just one small little drop in like a huge ocean, but it's something that I can do and something that I have control of. And I think that has really motivated me to continue this journey for as long as I have. So that is, again, really where I wanted to start becoming a vegetarian is because of environmental concerns and it has motivated me to continue. I think also just looking at a sustainability side of it too. I have become super interested in sustainability. I did forget to mention in my intro, but I was an environmental studies major. And I think that really shows the idea that, you know, one thing that you can do, take out meat and it really is helping the environment in some way. And Zita, you know, I'm not one to like talk and what's the word? I guess, overshare about being vegetarian. I have so many friends that do not know I'm vegetarian because I just don't, again, I hate using this, but like, I don't talk about it overly. And that's just my opinion on it. I think me being vegetarian is for myself and feeling good about helping the environment in the way that I can. And I love to talk about it if people ask. If I mention I'm vegetarian and people are curious about my reasoning, I love to share that. I love to be like, you know, I'm doing this because the environment, doing it for animal welfare, because you don't want to be one of those animals and see how they're treated in the factories. Like that just does not make me happy. But at the same time, I don't need to force my beliefs on other people. And so I have so many friends. Most of my friends are not vegetarian and I think it is something, oh my gosh, I totally lost track of like what your question was. <laughs> oh, sorry. I went down like a rabbit hole. No, you're good. Um, but anyway, so I really wanted to get involved with it for the environmental side 
And then also it is really nice when I do find support in my community. So being an environmental studies major, I do know a lot of people that are either vegetarian, pescatarian. I have a lot of friends that are vegan as well. And so it's really cool being in this major that I am and having that community. Um, Most of my friends do not have a focus on the environment. So that is where I do also see kind of both sides of it. But it is nice having that community. And I think it does encourage me to continue what I'm doing, um, I guess, if that makes sense. But also it is a lot of just me doing what I feel is right and helping support the planet in any way that I can. I feel like there's something else I was going to say, but that's it for now. (laughs) No, I think that's so good. That's kind of similar to my reasoning as well. And like when I can cut out meat and like these really simple ways, it's more for environmental reasons than than anything else, just because mm-hmm. of how terribly animals are treated. Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah. So what would you say are some misconceptions that maybe you had or just society has in general about vegetarianism? And like maybe when you started, it wasn't as prevalent. So it's actually funny. One question I get a lot is people like assuming that I only eat vegetables, which I think is just it's hilarious I get it it's vegetarian like vegetable is in kind of the name but that is a huge misconception of course I do eat a lot of vegetables when I became vegetarian I started expanding my reach of food which is another perk of it I used to only eat like carrots and lettuce and now like I'm peppers are so good Brussels sprouts broccoli like there's so many other things out there and these aren't even that exotic but I do think it is a misconception that like I only eat vegetables. As I said, I'm a huge pasta person, love pasta, but there's so many other things that you can do with it. Again, mentioned like tofu that I've been slowly trying to incorporate into my meals, but it really is bigger than what the name sounds like. And I think that is just kind of a funny misconception that I didn't think people had until I became a vegetarian. And then people ask me a lot of questions. Another one is definitely people getting confused between being vegetarian and being vegan, which They are similar in a lot of ways. And I think most people that go vegan are very similar. And the reasons for vegetarian is that wanting to help the environment, wanting to help animals. And I would love to be vegan at some point in my life. That's kind of been a goal of mine. It's definitely a lot more difficult than going vegetarian. I feel like being vegan is honestly a huge lifestyle change because not only does it deal with what food you're eating, and like what you're drinking, but also what kind of stuff you're purchasing. I've noticed a lot more when I go shopping, I'll try and look like even like chapstick, it'll say like, this is a vegan product. So small things like that. But yeah, so clarification, being vegan means that you don't consume or like purchase or use of any type of animal products at all. While vegetarian is just not eating like meat or seafood and that stuff. But that is definitely another misconception that I have noticed. Let's see. I guess when I became vegetarian, I think something that I'm more so, I guess, more struggled with is finding easy access to foods. I think I thought it was going to be a lot more expensive than it was. There's always like an aisle in the grocery store that has the tofu and the veggie burgers and all that kind of stuff. And I remember going to it and I'm like, oh my God, it's so expensive. But when you really think about it, you're purchasing that instead of meat. And so it's either equal or usually a little cheaper. So that was definitely something that surprised me because I assumed when I would start going vegetarian, I'd be purchasing a lot more like fruits and vegetables too, which is always a little bit more expensive. But I do purchase that as well, but I am still a recent college grad. So my budget for food is not extensive. So I do purchase a lot of like frozen things, but 
I would say that definitely like the purchasing price surprised me and that I was a little stressed in it being more expensive, but I have not found that to be the case. Also with fast food. So I'm not a huge fast food person. I really don't go that much because I don't enjoy it that often, but every once in a while, you know, like a good Chick-fil-A run or some like McDonald's fries, of course it's going to sound good. And uh, again, my friends will go and I try as hard as I can not to be someone that doesn't go out to eat or doesn't go with friends to get food because I'm vegetarian. So I have surprisingly noticed, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but it's some places are really good about eating vegetarian and then some are really bad about it. Chick-fil-A, for example, I love Chick-fil-A and they have a veggie wrap, but it's not on their menu. And so I, that's what's so frustrating is that they have it and I've been able to get it every single time I go, but it's not on the menu. And that's just one thing that I think as a vegetarian, like I almost, I don't get anxiety from ordering food, but when I have to order something that's not on the menu, it stresses me out. Cause like, I've had a few times where people are like, I don't know what that is. And then they go talk to like their manager and they're like, oh, I got you. So I don't know. That's just, again, just one example. And I know like some fast food places are introducing the Beyond Burger, but if you're having a Beyond Burger patty, not being grilled on like a meat, I don't like getting the grease mixed, I guess. So I've always kind of stayed away from purchasing that. So I tend to get like fries or their salad. So I just have noticed like some fast food places are definitely better about it. Like I'm really happy Chick-fil-A does have an option. Um, But at the same time, I think so many places could be better. And that was just, again, I don't get anxiety ordering food. And I think that like really shook me becoming vegetarian and having to deal with that. And same thing with like going out to eat. Um, I have noticed a lot of places are getting better about like marking on their menus, like a little V, typically like vegetarian or vegan. And that's been really nice. I don't have any food allergies. So growing up, I never had to worry about looking what was in a dish. But now being vegetarian, it added a little bit of a struggle. There's been a few times I order something and then like, randomly there's bacon on it. The other day, my friends and I went to brunch and we ordered some dish and it didn't have that there would be bacon on it, like on the menu. And then they come out with bacon and I hate turning away food. And I also hate wasting meat. So luckily my friends were able to eat the bacon and it didn't go to waste. Cause that's the other thing I'm like, if I'm going to order this and then you're just going to throw out the meat, that's worse than me eating it. But anyway, so it's just kind of been a little bit more of a struggle that I've noticed is ordering food and having to deal with that. And that is something that I never really had to think about before becoming vegetarian. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't even think about the whole sharing grease for impossible burgers. I, yeah, never considered that. That's so interesting. Yeah. So then my next question is, what do you think makes your lifestyle alternative to to some people? And do you consider it alternative like for yourself? (laughs) That's so funny because I would never consider it alternative, (laughs) Um, but I think like to understand this a little bit more, to me, I would define alternative in the sense that it's like out of the norm would be Mm -hmm. kind of how I would see it. And so for me, I guess it started off alternative. Now I'm so used to it. I'm almost four years in and like, it feels very normal to me. And I feel like my friends that know me definitely don't see me like struggling ever. So to me, I would not call this alternative, but then I can see from like an outside perspective, it is different choices. And again, I have talked a little bit about like how you have to think about that when you are ordering food or when you're making food. And so it definitely does. 
I don't even want to say add something to your life, but it is just kind of like one more little thing you need to check off to make sure you're good. And so from an outside perspective, I could see this lifestyle being alternative and just that you're making different choices and you're watching a little bit more closely as to what you're consuming. And you might have to change some restaurants that you tend to go to, or if you have some meals that you like to cook, may have to change that up. But I really think that this is going to go into like a little bit of a tangent, but I think that honestly, anyone can be vegetarian. And that's why I wouldn't consider it an alternative lifestyle just because it is, I don't want to say easy to do. That's incorrect, but it can be easy if you put in the effort. And if you kind of just make that switch in your head and you tell yourself, I'm going to stop eating meat. I think it really is doable for every single person. Even if you consume meat, every single meal every day, um, you can kind of learn to slowly cut that out and eventually cut out meat completely. But that is, that's such a good question. I've never <laughs> thought of it that way. <laughs> Alternative lifestyle. But yeah, again, yeah. I, I guess it is deep down, yeah. but it doesn't seem that way to me. <laughs> that's good. And I think there was like a trend, maybe it was in the 2010s where it was like meatless Mondays and oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> so just everyone would do like one day when they wouldn't have any meat. But yeah. finally, do you have any advice for someone who is interested in switching to more of a vegetarian lifestyle? Yes, I would say I think the best way to go about becoming a vegetarian is finding resources. And I think that's with, I guess, any type of decision, big decision you're making and changing your diet or changing your lifestyle um, is that try and find either a friend that maybe is vegetarian or try and talk with someone that you might know, even if it's like a colleague or even just research it a little bit online. That definitely does help just learning a little bit more about what you're getting yourself into. Because as I said, it's really it's not a complicated decision to make and it's way more simple than again, for example, going vegan, you know, when you're eating meat and you know, when you're not eating meat. So once you decide it is pretty easy to know what you're doing it, but I would definitely recommend talking to someone or finding some type of resource before you make the decision. And then it's totally okay to go slow. I have so many friends, like even like you said, Zita, like me this Mondays, but people have like their cheat days where if you're still learning to slowly become vegetarian, like maybe Fridays you eat meat, like that's totally okay. No one's going to come over and like yell at you for that. Any type of decision you make, even if it's just choosing instead of having a turkey sandwich, having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, it's like such small decisions um, that really can make an impact. Um, and again, it is really just taking it one step at a time and don't feel like you have to set a deadline and be like, I'm going to be vegetarian by this time. That really doesn't matter. It's as long as you're doing it because it's what you want and some way of you making yourself feel like you're making an impact. I think that's important too. It's having a bigger reasoning behind it definitely helps. I do know some people that go vegetarian for dietary reasons as well or health concerns. So if that's what motivates you, like hold on to that. For me, it's the environment. And every time I decide not to eat meat, I'm like, I'm doing this because I want to help the environment. So whatever you have that's kind of pushing you towards even considering being vegetarian, just remind yourself that at the beginning. And like I said, I'm going on like my fourth year of being vegetarian, which to me sounds like a crazy long time because up until I was 18, I ate meat. No, I wouldn't say every single day, but probably at least every other day. So it does seem wild that it's only been four years, but at the same time, like I'm so used to it now that it's not weird at all. And decisions have become so easy about what I'm going to eat for the day. 
so yeah I would that would be my advice um, for someone considering it yeah all right thanks so much Emmy I really appreciate you coming on to do this interview yes thank you so much Sita for having me I mentioned in the episode that I do have some days where I'm completely vegetarian, but after this interview, it's definitely inspired me to make more conscious choices about my food, and even with the impossible burger situation, just looking out for those types of things. After the interview, I asked Emmy if she had any recipes that she wanted to share with everyone, so those are going to be listed in the show notes if you want to have a few different vegetarian recipes to make. But that wraps it up for today's episode. I really appreciate you guys listening and following along with these monthly topics. It's been really great so far. And I hope you review, rate, and follow along and subscribe for future episodes. Make sure to follow along on Instagram at Pondering Polymath. And we also have a Facebook page. And those will both be listed in the show notes as well. But I hope you have a great rest of your week. And I'll see you guys next Sunday.